Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. All right, here we go. It's the Almond Gunter Experience, and it's the month of March, so, I mean, it's already hot. It's running pretty hot. You know, this is my month. Last month was your month. This is my month. Oh, oh, it's definitely a month, all right, because I have two grandkids and two of my kids are all born in the month of March, and my little brother, you. It's a hot month for sure. That's right. And KK, March <laughs> oh, 10. Oh, my good, Yeah. We're rolling. Yeah, We're March, rolling. man. March got a lot Caroline's got a birthday coming up. Oh, my goodness. Hey, listen, it's also hot off the presses, lead with your life. Yes, I mean, come yes. On. We got our first copies uh <laughs> We got them in our hot little hands on Friday, so, so nice. that was so awesome. Uh, book cover looks great, designed by my little brother Greg Dorsey, by the way. Um, but look, I'm excited, man. You know, book number four, but it's uh, it's hot. It's hot. We had oh, some and, pre-orders. And, 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 and the cover's just like a little, it, it, it just lets you know it's going to be hot. Yes. Then you open that thing up, <laughs> and that content, so rich, so rich, and it hits you. And, and whenever I read your books, uh, book, I was actually talking to Sheldon about it this morning, because she's, she's going to go through it and try to find some, yes. some of the key words and some things we're going to release in little bite right. sizes for people because you kind of have to take your content in bite sizes. You can't sit down and read it like a novel and try to get all the way through it. Or, you know, if you're an avid reader, you think you're going to no. you get right in there and you're like, one, two, you take a couple in the face and you're like, all right, wait a minute. No, it's, slow down. It's I gotta really, I gotta really meditate on that. That is stuff. how I write, though. You know, I, I like to write in a way that forces people to have to stop. You know, so they can stop and really comprehend and consume what I'm really trying to say. Um, the, the emails that we always get from from people, like when they read our books, or is like, man, if I go back and read it again, then my 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 answers change to what I had put down. And but that's what I want because I want you to continue to evolve. Uh, but I definitely don't want it to be a book that you can just sit down and think you're going to go right through it. Uh, there's a lot of stopping and starting. You know, a lot of stopping and starting, just like I like it. And that's how we want this show to be continually, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> continually just giving information and uh, and educating and informing um, and inspiring at the same time. And so, and of course, we like to we like to keep it entertaining, right? Well, we got we got to have fun. I mean, I think that's what's so beautiful about what we do that we can give hard hitting information, but at the same time, have a lot of fun doing it. So uh, we got 89 in the house, and we now have Prince Ali as well yeah, yeah. in here. What's happening? <laughs> so, you know, hey, look, we, we keep adding to the team, which is great. We keep bringing in uh, a lot of uh, young talent, a lot of energy, keeps us on our toes. Uh, and, but we're growing it the right way, and, and which I'm excited about that. And so it's great to have, have Prince Ali in the house with us today. But 89, you know, he just does what he does. That's right. That's right. That's right. He keeps <laughs> us in shape. All right, so last week – uh, we were in Gainesville at, yes. at uh, you know, one of the best places on earth. I mean, you know, what I, what I like to call my home away from home. <laughs> and I like to keep you a little uncomfortable, but you did look like you were at home. Well, I got to be honest. Okay. Well, I was at home. Because it was the you, academic setting, Because wasn't you do it? realize it was the academic setting yeah. and my youngest son is a senior That's at the right. University of Florida. That's so right. I, so I got to go there a little bit. I'm a little more comfortable than I used to be there you go. when I was there. There you go. Well done. Austin, represent. Yes, he is. I, I love and, you, nephew. I love he, you. And he had the nerve to give me a, a shirt that said, 
Florida dad, like yes. Gator dad. Yes. Isn't that something? Hey, man, you just got to own it. Man, Let's go. I'll tell you, that boy, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, March Madness is here, so uh, I know we won't have a whole lot of talk about a whole, a whole lot to talk about but there. That's all right. Your my, boys are running hard. Yeah, my nose my are boys are sleeping. Hard this, so. yeah, they're running pretty hard this that's year. Okay. So, you know, that's I'm happy, okay. I'm happy for Coach Hamilton, though. I like it. I mean, hey, he anything can happen now. Exactly. I mean, that's why it's March Madness. <laughs> But we're there uh, and we're talking to Ph.D. students, and, and I'm watching as you're um, just absolutely inspiring the, the, the socks off of these kids. Uh, and they're not kids. They're, they're adults. Yes. They're, they're yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. pretty far along in life. And uh, coincidentally, I read an article uh, yesterday about uh, LinkedIn on, uh, talking about how there's just an oversaturation of these Ph.D.s and, and right. academia wasn't prepared for right. them to enter the workforce. And you've got out of the top 12 – uh, only one out of 50 of the top students ended up in the top 12 schools uh, as, as a professor, you know, in, exactly. uh, working for that institution. And so really statistically a, a, a big problem uh, for these Ph.D. students. How do, so, so the point of our uh, visit was helping them transition into the real world, right? Exactly. You know, be, be, it was really helping them to understand that when you get into the real world, it's about also being part of a team. You know, a lot of times when you're in an academic setting, especially getting your PhD, you do a lot of work in silos, right? You, you're doing a lot of research and those things, but, you know, there's a lot of smart people out there, right? So sooner or later, you got to walk in and be able to compete in a different way. So it was about exposing them to what it's like to work on a team and what it's like to be a leader um, and, and knowing how to be patient and listen well. I mean, you know, a lot of times if, if you've been that smartest person in the room, uh, sooner or later they put all the big fish in the same pond. And so you have to be able to come at it a different way. So it was great to be there and, and do it. That was our third year doing it, so I was pretty excited. Well, I love what your boy James Estrada is doing down there because he is really passionate about the development of these uh, of these students and, and, you know, these doctors, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, and I think James is doing an incredible job because what he's, what he's realizing is, while, yes, we do give them a, a first-rate education, we also need to arm them with some other things that allow them to go out into society and be very successful. So uh, I really love what they're doing, and I'm glad that they, they have me as a part of it. It takes a knoll to come in and make things great for the Gators, so I'm okay. I'll do that. That's right. That's right. And I didn't mind following you up there with a little bit of storytelling, right. purpose, and and what's really amazing is to watch the application of this. So we're down there with LA Urban Farms and the team down there and, and watching how they're training and, and implementing some of the things that these kids, giving them a chance to test it out right. and, and to interview. And, and so um, as you think of, uh, of that setting and you, and you think of what's happening on university campuses and with people and uh, in, in, uh, student athletes around the world, um, what comes to mind is our topic today yes. uh, of tenacity. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think what we're talking about today is right in line with, with what we experienced um, this past week at the University of Florida. It's about how do you be tenacious and be able to hang in there and do the things that you really love. And uh, I have this thing to where, you know, it's about never quitting, but it's also you got to outlast it. I mean, being tenacious is about how do you outlast some adversity and some things that are going to come at you. You know, if you can't get to the other side of that, like if you're not a patient person, not a persistent person, man, it's just going to be a long life for you. I've always heard it said that anything worth having isn't going to come easy. No, no doubt about it. I always say, you know, you got to dream big. You know, I call it extreme dreaming. 
if you're not dreaming huge and it doesn't stretch you and there's obstacles and, and things that you have to overcome, that's not a big dream. I mean, if you can go to point A to point B without having to, to do some dancing, as I like to say, you didn't dream big enough. So um, I think a lot of times what happens, too, is, is you get excited about something. And again, we'll, if we'll go back to that, that university setting, you, you now have uh, a piece of paper in your hand that says, you know, that you have what it takes, right? Or at least you right. have the knowledge. Right. Uh, and then you get out there and, and you're real excited. And then instantly you, you, you're going to experience some sort of adversity. Right. And I don't think that uh, for the most part you see that preparation for adversity happening. Well, again, I think it, it goes back to if you've been a person who's been able to, from an academia standpoint, accomplish things pretty easily, pretty comfortably, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get out there into the real world and you realize that it doesn't operate exactly how your research says it should operate, right? Uh, you know me, one of my big things is I believe that you got to crush the excitement to get to the commitment. I think you got to kill it. And I think when you, you know, you, you just got your PhD, you're excited, you want to go out into the world and you're going to change the world, right? So you're really excited. And then you hit that first hurdle. And then you hit that second hurdle. So tenacity is about, can you overcome these hurdles? Because sooner or later, man, everything's coming at you fast and furious. And what it's doing is it's trying to kill your enthusiasm, right? It's trying to get you to slow down, like quit being so excited. Um, I remember a story about, uh, uh, they talk about Magic Johnson, his his first year, you know, coming into the Lakers. And Kareem tells this story about they win the first game at the buzzer. And Magic just goes nuts. And Kareem <laughs> hugs him and says, hey, 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 young fella, we have 81 more games. <laughs> but he was really enthusiastic and excited about it. And, and I think that you, you have to sometimes kill that excitement to get to the commitment to see if people really are going to be tenacious and passionate about what they say they're passionate about. Do you think it's going to get easier out there? Oh, it's never going to get easier. You know, I, because to me, I think that if you're really doing the thing you love, it's going to get harder. And, and the better you get, the more adversity is going to come your way. You know how that works, right? So we like to create heroes so we can bring them down. So I think the better that you get at things, the more people are not going to like you. You know, you know, the kids call them haters and, 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 and things like that. But I just say that it's average people who don't like being reminded that they're average. And so the better you get, and the more that you remind them that they're not as good as they thought they were. So, of course, they're going to come after you. Do you think that um, that when it comes to adversity, it, it makes sense to have a uh, a battle uh, war type, you know, wartime mentality, or is it better to just um, you stay positive and and look at way look at life as you know everything's everything's an opportunity. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, a lot yeah. of people fixate on the competition and, no, and they see, feel to, like they're in a war. And no, to me, I always think that the competition is always within. So the best way to deal with adversity, the best way to deal with all these things that come at you is to be prepared. And for me, it's like every day's game day. You know, we use that slogan all the time, but it's about how prepared are you regarding your plan? Like if if I have a plan and I lay it out and I prepare it to the best of my ability, when obstacles and all of those things come to me, I'm going to trust my training. See, and that's what you're talking about right now. What you're talking about is when adversity comes, a lot of people, you know, look at it in a negative sense, right? And they think that now I got to do something differently. And I don't believe that at all. You know, I train to win. 
it's like I tell my athletes, we don't train to lose, right? So when you get into the heat of battle, what better time to trust your training? You're either going to believe in it or you're not. So if you really trust your training, you trust that you've been putting it all in and, and, and leaving it all out there, you're probably going to come out on the other side pretty well. I love it because – Oh, I hit I hit the table there, eighty nine. Am, am I fired? <laughs> <laughs> one thing he has one thing like to do. One just, job. just one job. Amateurs. So you know we homeschool, and yeah. um, and we catch plenty of flag for that, and we right. and we give ourselves plenty of of, of you know uh, we stress over it. Like right. we think to ourselves, you know, are we keeping up? You know, with uh, with the state right keeping up with everyone else are we preparing our kids for college right uh so we look at a hundred different ways to teach them Mm -hmm. and they were down there visiting us you know with all these phd students and interacting and being being a part of it my daughter's um constantly looking for ways to to experience uh you know that kind of adult interaction right learn how to to navigate those those uh, connections so we started uh also doing master classes so i brought a subscription for the master class and you know you can learn cooking dancing right you know you got some of the worlds you got misty copeland on there oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you got yeah. um sophie's into magic now so she's doing card tricks okay. with a uh, pen and teller so i mean just and she's learning things that like i remember when i was a kid i was trying to learn how to you know shuffle the deck and do the bridge right. and all. she's got the whole thing figured out you right. know in a day she's learning in a day so they're they're you know receptivity their ability to adapt and learn is is amazing um, but I came across Sarah Blakely from Spanx. Yes. I'm getting oh, yeah. somewhere with this story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has three daughters. So he, you know, when he's with me, he tries to, you know, now it's his time. That's I like right. that. That's and that's why that's I let him go. 100%. Cause that, he's got three daughters. He doesn't get much, much airtime. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so Sarah Blakely, um, is telling her story and, uh, and I think she said she was out selling vacuums or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she just woke up. She's like, wait, wait, wait. This is not the story that I'm supposed to be a part of. Right. right. <laughs> like, right. she called the producers, called the directors. Look, I need, I'm in the wrong film. I'm in the wrong movie. Let's rewrite this. And let me get in here and get casted for a right. different part. And so uh, yesterday uh, was International Women's Day. Yes. Which snuck yeah. up on me, by the yeah. way. I, I, yeah. got, I got a post out. But, whew, man, that snuck up on me. Um, but... Uh, you know, I'm watching, coincidentally, watching uh, Sarah Blakely's story, and, and she talks about the importance of feminism mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. And, and having a, a feminist uh, uh, bringing that to business mm-hmm. because people early on, you know, told her, you know, look, get ready to fight, get right. ready to be a part. And she's like, that, that doesn't feel right to me. Um, so she has been tenacious in the pursuit of her own dream. She talks about abundance mindset, she right. talks about visualization, she, ta- she talks about setting her intentions. And, uh, and so, you know, how, how important is that to you as you're working with business leaders, athletes, student athletes, um, you know, uh, teachers, educators, administrators, parents, uh, as you're sharing information, how important is it for them to, you know, keep that, that perspective? I know you said you've got to compete with yourself, but that self-doubt creeps in. Well, see, to me, I think it, it, it's probably one of the most important things you can do, right, is to have self-value is to know your worth and and to have enough love for yourself not to beat yourself up because we're all worst critics and i think a lot of times we spend so much time talking ourselves out of our dreams instead of into our dreams and i think that's based on not only 
you know, our self-doubt about us, but I think it's also based on what you see. It's the world in general, right? Because there's a lot of negativity going on. And so the moment that you have this negative thing happen to you, if you're not a person who know your worth, if you're not a person that knows that you're tenacious and knows that you can fight through it and that you, that, that you can overcome these, these obstacles, then it's easy to go, you know, well, I didn't really want to do that anyway, right? And, and so to me, I think the biggest thing that any individual can do if they're trying to be successful is you, it's got to start with self-love. You got to know that you're worth it. You got to know that you have a purpose and that you're here to live out that purpose. And it's okay if people don't understand it. I think that's the other part too, right? We have these extreme dreams and, 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 and people closest to you don't really get it. That's okay. It's really okay. Because in the end, you usually, if you can be tenacious and you can overcome, and now that dream starts to come about, those same people now, oh, they were on your team. Like, they, like oh, we were there the whole time. But you know. And so to me, it's about how do you live out your truth? Just live out your truth. Because if you do that, the people that you're involved with gets to make better decisions because they have the right information. So what are some of the key takeaways, key aspects of tenacity that you want all of us to pay attention to? I think you have to set expectations. I think the first thing you have to do is you really have to set expectations for your life. And then whatever those expectations you have for yourself, I think you really have to be committed. Just commit all the way. You know, uh, as, as my grandfather would say, it can't be a part-time commitment. You know, it's like the, the eggs and the bacon, right? Chicken participates, but the pigs committed. That's two different things. And I think so if you're going to be tenacious, you got to set expectations. you got to commit all the way to it. And more importantly, you got to be able to shut off the, the noise. you got to drown out the noise because it's coming. It's coming. And so if you are a person who, you know, you guys tease me all the time about being old school because, you know, this whole social media stuff, I don't quite understand it. I mean, I, I don't really get it, but I've never been one of those hype guys like that. Uh, I've just had this ability to be able to turn my ears off and focus and not chase shiny objects. I think to be tenacious, you gotta, those are some skill sets that you're going to have to master. You know, you can't chase shiny objects. You know, being a squirrel, that's not going to work out for you. Mm. Drown out the noise, be committed, and set expectations. Yeah, those are all big things. You know, and, and, and again, the number one thing, though, it starts with self-love. You, you have to love yourself and just know that, that you're worth it. Like, like, I'm really worth this fight, right? Um, I remember being down at the University of Florida, and when I was delivering, you know, my presentation, and we were talking about leadership, I remember there was a part in there when I said, the thing, the thing that, that I know about me that's really great is I'm not afraid to give all of me away. I'm just not because I know there's enough, right? Like whatever light that I have inside of me, I am so not afraid to share it. I will light as many candles as I possibly can because it doesn't diminish mine. And I think that's because I have a strong sense of who I am and what I'm here to do. And, but more importantly, I'm not going to beat Almond up. I'm okay with me. I kind of like me. Yeah, I think it's obvious when somebody starts to criticize or insult other people mm -hmm. that they're afraid that their own light is going to go out. Most definitely. You, you know, as a matter of fact, I think on, on, on Twitter, 
this morning I, I put out the thing with uh, about you know when you're an insecure person, you you have a problem with a person who's who's confident and know who they are. And uh, but to the confident person, I got good news for you. That's not your problem. It's just not your problem. You know you just got to be able to move past that. It's awesome. I think um, I think you also see a lot of of uh, flattery, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yes. And I think you have to be willing. You talk about this all the time. You got we're looking for ways to change the picture in people's minds. Model it. Yes. You know, model it for the next generation, and don't be afraid to create your competition. Well, right? again, that, that's the whole reason for my new book, Lead with Your Life. Right. I think whatever you want to see in this world, it should start with you. Right. You know, I, I say celebrate what you want to see more of. So I just rather, you know, lead with my life. And, and, and if I'm doing it in such a way that people's like, yeah, I want that's that's how I want to be. Then I'm then I'm getting it right. You know, I'm, I'm getting it right. All right. I feel like we've got uh, we got it teed up real well for our for our next segment, the super freak of the week. And I see you got your super freak shirt on. So we got to go with it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, listen. Again, you know, I say it every week that I love this segment because I think it's a time for us to be able to highlight people that are doing great things. And, and we highlight not only students, but, you know, just what we call regular people doing stuff. And But but what I wanted to do today was I actually want to highlight some younger kids because sometimes we, we just kind of overlook them a little bit. So the Super Freak of the Week this week is Joel Robinson. He's a freshman uh, over at Fleming Island, and, and, and Joel has two older brothers. So imagine this now. He, he's the youngest of, of three boys. Uh, both of his brothers play college football. And so imagine now what he's had to go through being the little brother all of this time. But truth be told, he's probably the most tenacious of all three. Uh, he, he knows how to compete. He wrestles. He plays football. Uh, but he has heart, and he's driven. And I think the older he gets – the more he realizes that he has something special. Um, and, and I like that. I like being able to watch him grow. I mean, I think I started working with Joel when he was probably in third or fourth grade. Uh, so just watching where he is now, I'm like, okay, this, this kid's getting there because he's understanding his worth and his value. And, and he's not in the spotlight of his bigger brothers. You know, he, he doesn't have to be in their shadows anymore. He, he's starting to realize he can do it his way. And you know that's one of my big things is it's you know we talk about our companies all the time and it's like we don't have to do this like any other company that's you know in our market we we can build this our way and be happy about it so when I watch student athletes doing that that really gets me excited. Joel, the super freak of the week, and and rightly so. I mean I've seen this young man train, and and yeah I, I would not want to be going up against him for sure. Yeah, he's, he's a super as freak. we say in the sporting world, he's gonna be a problem. <laughs> He's going to be a problem, and I so. and I can see his mental focus too. I yeah, mean, you talk about how it's yeah. between the ears. I mean, I know a lot of times you got athletes that are that are hunched over, losing their lunch, and uh, and and the work doesn't stop; no. it keeps running. No, and, and he's you know he might you know a little shrug of the shoulders. I go okay, right. all right, well, and, then and, he, and then he lines it back up. Well, he has great parents. You know, his dad's retired military. His mom's actually a Gator, and uh, but I make fun of the dad all the time, going, "Hey, you were in the Navy, but we know who the real admiral is uh, <laughs> that, that that makes this thing go." So, uh, just a great family, and uh, but I'm really excited for him, and I and I'm looking forward to just just watching him continue to grow. That's sweet. Uh, you know, the other thing too is that uh, Joel kind of sounds a little bit like 
Kalel and Jarrell. I'm gonna be a nerd for a minute, but that's isn't that like a Superman? Uh, you know, oh yeah, Krypton I'm telling, type, yeah, yeah. you know, name yeah, I mean, going I'm to Joel. So Joel, he's got not, he's got some stuff going. Yeah. I know. Eighty nine just looks at him and go, <laughs> I I don't. Listen, I just let him super go. freak like, superhero. Like we, like, I'm not allowed to be a nerd <laughs> here for a minute. Well, you know, I'm a nerd all the time, so I respect the whole nerd thing. But sometimes you just wind him up and just let him go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Good stuff. Hey, Good stuff. so listen, Coach. So I know we got um, just a few more minutes here, but what's the challenge for this week? You know, this week's challenge is I want whatever dream that you've been thinking about, I want you to really ask yourself this question Have I really been tenacious? Have I really gone after what I want or have I taken some plays off? You know, have I allowed the noise to get in my ear and make me back down off some stuff or or am I really out there chasing this thing? So, you know, this week's challenge is, hey, get in the mirror. See if you really are tenacious. Are you really going after what you want? And if not, make a plan. Set expectations and go for it. That's awesome. Set expectations. Be committed. Drown out the noise. Congrats to Joel, and you know what I love too, coaches. That you know, there's a lot of our uh, revolutionaries. They have a vision for their lives. Yes, and and you and you see it. You know, you can you can um, you can feel uh, the, the the movement. You can you can sense that that people are alive. They want to continue to make a difference and and move things forward for humanity. But it's not going to come easy. They're no. always going to be up against something. And so stay tenacious. I appreciate all the words today, Coach. Anything else you got for us you want to wrap up? No, I, I like to say, hey, man, you know, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. We, we love, you know, getting your questions and your comments. Uh, be sure to get your copy of Leave With Your Life. This revolution is real. It's not going to stop. Uh, remember, age is more than a number. It's an experience. And as we like to say, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week.